Hey there, Patty here. I wanted to let you know we are in a short hibernation period in the Space for Magic podcast. What does that mean? It means that we're not producing new episodes at the moment, and we are going to serve you up our favorite pre-recorded episodes while we take this pause. This pause is here to give me a space to understand where the podcast is going in the future. We will be back in 2023. And for now, enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Space for Magic podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to receiving all the gifts the universe has for us. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. Using a blend of common sense, brain science, and just a dash of magic, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, and welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lennon, and today I want to talk about a cleanse, specifically a 21-day cleanse I've been on and what it's been like navigating this cleanse, embracing the methodology of the receiving method that I talk about here. And the receiving method is very simple. It's just ask for what you want, release resistance, and then allow yourself to receive it. And it's, you know, that that middle part, releasing resistance is really the key. It's the differentiator. And when I thought about doing this cleanse for some time, I was in quite a bit of resistance. So once I decided to move forward with it, I wanted to make sure that at each moment I wasn't pushing through, but I was actually receiving what was showing up, whether it was going to be anger or grumpiness or short-temperedness or even desperation. This is a cleanse that I've done in the past, but I did it years ago. And it was back when, although I had stepped onto the path that I'm on now, it was after my mom had passed um, I wasn't that far along, and I definitely didn't understand the, the idea that when we resist one thing, we resist all things. And when we release resistance to one thing, we release resistance to all things. And I was really coming into this cleanse with a curiosity about what it would be like with this new approach. So in the past, when I've done cleanses, and specifically this this one, I would white knuckle through it. I would white knuckle limply through the first three days. The first three days are really when your body just, you know, is going through that detox of sugar and and whatnot. And specifically this cleanse is, it's a supervised cleanse, like a nutritionist gives it, but you know, you're letting go of sugar, gluten, dairy, um, soy, corn, basic Petrina, you know, peanuts, really anything that's a potential allergen. And it's really to give your your system a time to use its natural detoxing abilities and then it's support it with a detox supplement. And you have two shakes, one in the morning, one at night, and you have one meal during the day. And they're they really do encourage you not to get desperately hungry. You know, there's you can choose from any snack that meets the criteria of what I just talked about as long as it doesn't have any of those allergens in it. I decided 
um, in my infinite wisdom to remove grains from it as well in this cleanse. And, and I'll talk about why in a moment. So that's, that's what I'm doing. And normally you would need to let go of caffeine as well. But I had told the dietitian nutritionist that there was no way that I was going on it without caffeine. There was another cleanse I've done in the past that allows for it. And I was sort of negotiating with her. She wanted me to do this one. So we ended up, she said, you know, you know, caffeine doesn't hurt, you know, bother your system. And I do know that and just keep it, you know, to one cup a day. I may have two, I got to be honest. And yeah, everything else do that the same. So, you know, the first three days normally in a cleanse is just you're letting go of those cravings of sugar and and sugar encapsulates alcohol, by the way. So you're letting go of sugar cravings, any real like deep, deep addictive cravings. And so those first three days are just, you know, you're just exhausted or at least I am. And then, so you kind of slog through that. And I did pretty good. And then then the next five days are pretty awesome because you're like, I'm on a cleanse. And like you're feeling like a rock star. I do. But then, <laughs> but then right around day nine or 10, it kind of gets super boring, you know, especially if you're like me and one of your favorite forms of entertainment is food, especially in a year like we've had, right? Where like a lot of the things that I would have normally done on a cleanse, which is spend extra time at a spa, spend extra time sweating at the gym, going outdoors. It's frigid here. Things that I would have used kind of to give myself pleasure in other ways really don't exist right now for me. So yeah, so it <laughs> right around day 10, 9, 10, I was like, ugh, you have the option or I have the option to exit the cleanse at day 14. And I thought, you know what? I think I'm just going to do that because this just feels so hard. And what I realized was, well, yeah, it feels hard, but you also took grains out, dummy. So why don't, rather than go crazy, why not add the grains back in and give yourself a little bit of substance? So I've negotiated with myself to come up with that, that middle ground. But as I've been going through this cleanse, it's been remarkably different than the way it was at an earlier time when I didn't understand all of this. And I would say it's been much easier not resisting what comes up and not trying to push myself through. You know, I've given myself a lot of grace and I set expectations in the household early. I also let my husband know I can't be responsible for your meals. I'm not eating at night. I just, to have to cook and clean up, you know, either usually my husband and I split the duties half, half the time he cooks and I clean with the kids' help and then vice versa. I'm like, I, you just need to take it all on. Is that okay? And he graciously agreed and he's been very good. So, you know, I really set myself up to acknowledge that this wasn't just going to be any other time, right? I made sure my calendar was cleared to get to to do virtual yoga and made sure that I was taking time for baths. And when I started shopping, I bought some really nice, expensive herbal teas 
herbal tea is not my go-to. I love coffee. I love wine. I love chocolate. So really getting some interesting tea. So there was at least something that felt sort of special in my day. But the biggest thing, well, not the biggest thing, but one of the things I realized is how much I rely on food for soothing. And, you know, years ago, I used to just eat tons of chocolate. And I, you know, when I was feeling bad, you know, when my mom was sick with cancer, you know, I could easily down a bottle of wine in the middle of the week if it had been a really bad day at cancer treatments. And I've moved away from those habits. Like I'm much more conscious about putting stuff into my body that will allow me to feel the way I want to feel tomorrow. You know, not just eating for today, but eating for tomorrow. And my habits have gotten much better. But even with that, I realize, you know, how much we had a couple of things come up. Someone I love very much ended up getting COVID. We've had a couple of bumps in the road with getting back to school after the, the break. And I realized I would have reached for even like a salad with some warm rice on it, or maybe make sure that we were having hamburgers that night because that would have felt really good. And just how much I use food as a crutch. And to bring that consciousness to it has been really fascinating because I like I said, I went into this with a different approach. I really went into it planning to experience it as a physical cleanse, but also a spiritual one. And I'll explain that why that is in a minute, an energetic cleanse. And then also almost like a curiosity or going to school with my body. So it can really tell me you know, what's going on with it. Because once you clean all this stuff out of your system, then you gently start to put it back. You can see what exactly disrupts your system. And the reason I went at it with a spiritual approach, and probably the only reason I even really went into this full on was because my shamanic practitioner healer, Dina, who we've had on the podcast before, I have been doing sessions with her every week. And then, you know, I was working on a lot of releasing, you know, releasing what doesn't serve me, releasing old patterns, releasing childhood wounds. And at the end of one session, and she'll usually give me my homework, you know, it's usually pretty mild, you know, go for a walk outdoors, baths with Epsom salt, that kind of stuff. She said, well, I, <laughs> I feel bad saying this, but they're saying that a cleanse would really help you let go of all this, you know, you've done all this work to release, but your body's still holding it and a cleanse will help you release that. And this was probably the second week of December. And she goes, you can do it on the new year. You don't have to do it in the middle of the holidays. So that was really a big reason why I was pushed over the edge to commit to this cleanse. Because quite frankly, this is not a year where we really can lean into deprivation any more than what's already being fed to us, in my personal opinion. And so it really had to come from a different place, a very holistic place. By the way, when I was with her last week, in the middle of this cleanse, um, the thing we were working on was support, you know, and how to have, how to allow in more support. And at the end, she said, well, what they're saying is Pilates would be really good. 
So I messaged her later on. I said, whoever's feeding you cleanse and Pilates as my homework, let's let's see if they can they can, you know, quiet down. Let's have some of the other ones come through these the ancestors that she works with and the healers on the other side of the veil. But I'm going to do it because weirdly, if a doctor told me to go on a cleanse, I'm not sure I would, but if she does, I will. And if she tells me to do Pilates, I will. So I'm going to do these things. And that changes things when you, you know, when you're coming at something from a whole body energy system healing approach where you're taking in all the parts, you know, including the part of me that needs things to be easier, not harder. When I'm looking at all those facets and weighing all of those things, you know, what does need to happen? And the reality is I am sitting more and my core isn't, you know, what it used to be. So this is obviously good homework for me to do. And when I weigh it against, you know, how much I don't like (laughs) doing Pilates, still the idea of having a really strong core does make sense for lots of reasons so that there's an inner demonstration of how to support my body meaning I'm going to put the energy into building the muscles that can support my body while working to draw in that support from outside myself. I'm kind of going down this rabbit hole with you right now because I think we go into the new year especially, but it could be like any time where you just, you, you're like, something's going to change, right? And you've set a goal and you're going for that goal and you can really go into that goal achieving that goal in a myopic way where you're looking at it just as the goal, right? Whether it's money or health or relationship or even spiritual, you know, evolution in some way or enlightenment, let's say. (laughs) And then you let go of all the other pieces of your existence, right? And you're just focused on making that happen, but you're not taking into account what the other parts of you need you can get derailed pretty easily or just have an unhappy time really pursuing it. Now I will say as much as I've, you know, hit that 10 day slump, it didn't look anything like what it's looked like in the past. Like it's more of an awareness. And also I stayed open to maybe we won't finish, maybe we won't finish the 21 days, you know, and it was once I did that, that really opened up the space for me to hear well, dummy, you haven't been having any grains. So, you know, how about start with that? And that's what happens. That's what creates the space for magic is when we receive everything, all the information, including the reality that maybe we're going to give up on the goal, right? And really look at it rather than just give up, like just throw the gauntlet down and say, I'm done. Really receive, okay, feels like I want to quit. What does that what does that mean to me? Is there information there for me? And what will it look like if I do quit? You know? And sometimes you kind of have to just take a step away from the goal for a day or two to cut and then come back to it. In my case, I couldn't because all day, every day, the cleanse. But <laughs> you know, for a lot of goals, that is the case. And when I think about what I've learned over these last, especially these last two years, going deep into the receiving method, deep into working with so many people in the receiving school, what I found is 
the number one priority has to be that whatever way I am today is the best way. Like I am perfectly okay. I would be just as good dropping the cleanse at day 14 as if I took it to day 21, that there was no good or bad in that decision. It just was, right? And then when that becomes a neutralized event, it's so much easier to see the landscape around you and to see what resources you have and to understand it. Coincidentally, when it came to that conclusion about just adding grains back in rather than you know, going off the cleanse altogether, some really cool things showed up in the mail. I won't go into detail about what that was, but there were just some cool, fun gifts, things I wasn't expecting or things I was expecting, but I just didn't expect them to come so soon. So usually when we really hit our edge on this and really do the, you know, the courageous work to face what's true. Um, Cause there was a little bit in me that was like, all right, well, you went into this as 21 days and now you're going to drop out at 14. Is that really the person you want to be? So there was a little, little edge to it, but I did the work. I tapped through it. I really kind of processed through it. And when we do that and we work on our edge and we release resistance at that place where where it kind of is a, a bit harder, that's what creates that space for magic, for magical things to happen. And now if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh yeah, I should really do a cleanse. I want you to really think about why that is. Is it just because you're hearing me talk about it and you're, and it's a should? Because you don't need any more shoulds. Sweet Jesus, the last year we've had has been filled with shoulds. So many shoulds, right? What would feel the most expansive. And I think that's the key. And I will tell you, so I had started meeting with a nutritionist early. Well, I met with her once. I can't even say I met, like we met twice. And because I was having some really serious mood swings. And again, this was a recommendation from Dina, my wonderful Dina. And she thought maybe, you know, some alternatives in my diet would help. And what was interesting was the nutritionist the same one that I'm working with right now, felt that that wasn't the case. She felt it was really situational, possibly some hormones, but she really didn't see based on what I was eating that there was a lot of you know, opportunity to fix my diet. But she did say, I think you know, a cleanse would be really beneficial because there may be some hidden allergens in your diet that you know, are, are bothering you. And this was back, if you remember, if you've been listening for a while, I went to the Cape by myself for a week. That was going to be two weeks from the appointment that I had with her. And she thought, she said, it would be great. Why don't you do the cleanse while you're on the Cape? And I was like, are you crazy? Like, I'm going there to be by myself. I'm going to go drink on the beach, ponder life. You know, some days walk by the beach. I got up really early. I didn't start drinking early in the morning, you know, but like I didn't want to have a cleanse there, right? You know, that's crazy. She's like, well, people, you know, they really enjoy the cleanse. I'm like, lady. I don't know who these people are, but I've done this cleanse before. And I'm telling you, this is not Cape Cod and this cleanse do not match. And I think you really need to know that about yourself is if you're thinking, oh, I really need to do a cleanse or, oh, I need to do Pilates or, oh, I need to make more money or go find, you know, a partner. Just, you know, and, and what you think 
goes into making more money or finding a partner feels really, really distasteful, unattractive, whatever it is. It just feels hard. Then it may not be that time yet, right? The timing has to match. And that's part of receiving yourself, right? Receiving the part of you that isn't going to want to be on a cleanse. Receiving the part of you that doesn't want to have to go look for a job right now and be you know, on LinkedIn 10 hours a day or whatever it is that you think you have to do, which by the way, no one has to be on LinkedIn for 10 hours a day. So no matter what your goal is. And what I would encourage you to do is whatever you're doing right now in today, today, just today, think about today, think about the few things you have to get done. And I hope there are a few because please don't make, give yourself a massive to-do list every single day. But when you look at those things that you need to get done today or over the next week, really feel into whether any of them need to just be released. You might let some people down. You might let down your ideal of who you think you should be right now in this moment. You might have to push a goal back a few more weeks, but really look at it and feel into when I look at the 360 landscape of my life, when I look at every part of my existence, my spiritual, my mental, my physical, you know, do all of these things line up to support where I'm headed, you know, long-term? Because anything you white knuckle through, anything you push through, that always comes back to shutting you down in the long run. And on the other side of it, which is something that's come really clear to me this year is what's the area of your world, your 360 existence that gets the least amount of your attention. And I can tell you, for me, it's my body. My energetic body gets a lot of attention. My spiritual body, lots of attention. My brain pretty much tries to run the show every day. But always until this past year, my body really got placed at the bottom of my priority list. Even when I started to shift the way I was eating, Definitely like I had working out, all the things that are technically good for your body. I was doing them so I could have a body that would let me do these other things, as opposed to just really hearing my body say what it needed. And that's been a shift because usually the part of us that we give the least attention to is the part that when we start to receive it, holds the most wisdom for transformation for us right? Holds the most awareness of really where we need to spend our time and our energy. And that's been completely true for me. I'm seeing things, the more I just listen to my body every day through this cleanse, the more I'm seeing how much it sees in my journey, how much it knows about my journey and what I need and how much it is a deep, deep advocate for my success. And it really wants to be, you know, part of that success equation. And yet for so much of my life, I treat it like it was the thing that got in the way of it. And that shift has been really, really helpful, especially going through the cleanse, I will say, especially going through the cleanse. So what I'm going to leave you with is just Think about what you've, you know, felt you want to shift in your life. What do you want to change? And from there, really feel into when is the right time for that change. And if that time is right now, approach 
the shift with consciousness, with love, with compassion, and with that really taking all your parts into consideration. I wish you a very, very lovely day and a good week, and I'm sending you all my love. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people, and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. And don't forget, always create space for magic. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.